I don't know if you could hear me grooming, but I was scratching my whiskers because I have uh, a long overdue shave coming. And I was scratching my chest. Did you see the picture of my sunburn, my I, recent sunburn? No. Okay. I'm going to show it to you. And, and why aren't be... you wearing sunscreen? I, I was wearing sunscreen on my face. Who sunburns in this day and age? Oh, my God, David. <laughs> what, what were you wearing? Just a seatbelt. <gasps> no. Yeah, that is legit. I call it lobster seatbelt. There it is. It is terrible. David, that's awful. Yeah, it's awful. It's so pronounced. It's pronounced. It is very clearly just a seatbelt that never moved. And you could tell where the sun was beating down on me because it's red everywhere except. Ouch. And, and, no, You've like, got to post that. They've got to know what. Should I post it? I think it's hilarious. I don't think people yeah. would believe us. I'm, I'm so in, in, in the, in the men's locker room at the gym, just before I go into my steam or I go into the pool. <laughs> How can you go into the steam room? Oh, no, it's, it's fine. Damn. Yeah. No, it's a little painful, but people are looking at me like, <laughs> and they'll stop their conversation, but they're, they don't, they're not brave enough to say anything. That's so of course safe. I break the ice. So I take my shirt off and I'm walking, <laughs> I'm walking back into the steam room and the one guy looks up. And he just immediately looks away and looks at his friend, gives him eyes. And the other guy looks at me and I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> let me let me ask for you. I was in the convertible from San Luis Obispo, shirt off. Didn't really gauge the amount of base tan that I had. Seatbelt. And they're like, oh, seatbelt. And that was it. And then I walked away. Yeah. <laughs> and so everybody May I go it, back to the shirtless in a convertible driving? What's wrong with that? I don't see that that often. Well, because you're not me. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm not missing the opportunity. <laughs> For what, a sunburn? <laughs> well, in this case, it was. But, you know. In, and it was hot. Oh no, it was God. hot. And sunny. Yeah. In two weeks, it'll be a nice tan minus the stripe. <laughs> the stripe like, here, there, and so a little over there. Here's what I call it. I call it the Neapolitan. Because if you're familiar with Neapolitan ice cream, uh-huh. I'm going to have a huge tan right here in a minute. Like a minute being two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be this white stripe and there's uh-huh. going to be another red stripe when I go expose myself Exactly. Again. So I'm going to be Neapolitan ice cream. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, I think David. we're pretty far away from where we started for a Tuesday. <laughs> well, kind of health, wellness, and selfishness, True that. right? True that. Yep. All of that kind of Neapolitans its way back to those. 100%. So hit us with the gift of the day, Michelle. It's clear many in this country are not thinking ahead about their future quality of life. If they were, they'd wear sunblock. They'd be less in the bars and fast food joints and more in the gym. Destiny holding a wheelchair for you? F that. And we fix that. Did you say F that? I did. Come on, man. I wanted to shake it up. I knew you were thinking I'd say, Oh... All right, so this comes from a recent story. I recently rejoined Kaiser after a hiatus of, I think, 15 years. Okay. And one of their requirements is that I come back and I do a physical. So I got this new doctor, and she's super chill. And New doctors are always a a gamble. Kind of scary, but did you like her? Absolutely. Okay. Bonded with her immediately. And she comes in. 
she has my vitals because the MA took all the vitals, right? And discussion. And she looks at my chart. She looks at me. She looks at my chart. She looks at me again. She looks at your sunburn. It, well, no, the sunburn wasn't visible. And I, I never showed it to her because I would be embarrassed. Because at this age, I should already have that <laughs> <laughs> taken care of. So she says, I have to admit something to you. This is before we were even talking about my medical history. Mm-hmm. She says, I pride myself on guessing people's age. I'm phenomenal at guessing people's age within a span of three years on either side. And I said, okay. And she said, were you really born in 1970? And I said, yes, I'm 50 years old. And she said, you just ruined it for me. I've been four months without with a streak without a mistake she said i didn't think you were any older than 44 Ooh. so oh. i looked immediately looked at her left hand because i thought okay is she hitting on me she's got a wedding ring uh-huh. so i i was like okay is she flattering me and she said your look you have all of your hair mm-hmm. none of it's gray very little in your beard is gray mm-hmm. your shoulders are not shrugging you're clearly built. Whatever you've been doing, you need to continue to do. Awesome evaluation just by yeah. looking at you, right? Yeah. That's impressive. Now, keep in mind, I haven't had health care coverage in over mm-hmm. two years because I haven't needed it. Mm-hmm. I haven't been sick in two years. So I hand her my med list and she's like, this is your med list? This is it. So she looks back in my history through Kaiser and she says, you're healthier today than you were 30 years ago. Wow. Your weight, your medications, your labs, everything is looking amazingly like you are Dorian Gray and you're reversing the aging process. Mm. Somehow you have figured this out. What are you doing? And, I, and then she's, she's drilling down. Uh, how often do you do cardio? I said, seven days a week. She's like, well, how much, for how long? I said, minimum 45 minutes. I teach spin class. She's like, okay, that makes sense. How often are you lifting weights? Because you're clearly a bodybuilder. I said, yep. I said, five days a week. And this is when I wanted to- Did she say the word clearly? Clearly. Clearly, you're a my my deltoid, which I had worked out shoulders that day. And my tricep, look look at this. You can Mm -hmm. see it through my shirt. Clearly, you're a bodybuilder. Clearly. Do I look like a 50-year-old? To her, I looked like I was six years younger. That's great. And I, I've been telling you this, and not not to be a, a dick, but I look at the people mm-hmm. I'm connected to on my Facebook, mm-hmm. my, my compadres that I graduated with, and either they have no hair or they're full gray. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Am I just lucky? But, and then they look at overall. Yeah. You're thinking. The pale skin. Is it, is it just naivete? Because I don't think I look that old, right? Right. Is your first question. Right. But to be con- re- con- or reaffirmed or confirmed that, okay, because that's not how I think I look, is reaffirming. Right. Can I say reaffirm or affirm anymore? You can say whatever the fuck you Affirmative. want. This is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, it, there is something to be said for exercise. <laughs> Again, it's like 101. Right. And diet. She asked, you sure. know, what do you eat? And I told her what I my, my diet consists of. And she's like, well, okay, so a lot of this makes sense. And then I showed her the supplements I'm on. She's like, wow, who set this up? I'm all, 
I forgot to tell you I'm a gerontologist. And she's like, oh. Mm, I need to get that list of supplements from you. Yeah, I will happily hand it over. I said, here's my thing. I see all of my patients coming in the door Mm. and I don't want to be in the walker. I don't want to be in the wheelchair. I just did uh, squats at 635 pounds and by October I'm going to do 800 pounds. I am not going out like that. I'm building my core. That's why I have solid abs. That's why I have a great back. I am not going to be those people that go into that quietness Mm -hmm. of their their twilight years dependent upon assistive devices i'm just not going to do it i'm going to have my own teeth i'm going to have my own libido i'm not i'm not going that that direction i love how poignant one that you take the gerontologist factor in it two that you talk and learn from these elders and three it is total the embodiment of health wellness and self Ishness. You're listening point. to these people who yep. went through everything you don't want to right. to go through. And you're heeding that warning and advice. And it's working. Do you want to hear something even more bizarre? Because hmm. this is this is counterintuitive to some extent. I've seen people and I have cherished people that are close to me in my life that have had accidents or tragedies that befall them. And and they succumb to them rather than overcome them. Mm-hmm. Oh, amen. I've right? been crippled three times in my life. And you certainly don't appear to be right now. I have rebounded and I have become stronger than ever from each one of those experiences. When I had my arthritis, when I had my first car accident, when I had my second car accident that broke my back. If you looked at the video that I posted and I'm, and I'm squatting 635 pounds in front of a large crowd of people that can't believe that I'm 50 years old, you would never assume that I had a broken back at one point. Mm. That's pretty remarkable. It's called determination, Michelle. Mm -hmm. It's called, I've seen people that are walking in from dialysis, hunched over a walker, barely breathing. And then they sit down in the wheelchair and they're wheeled to their room. That's not me. Mm-hmm. I am not going out like that. Legs. Men, especially dudes, they don't do their legs. They have this big upper body. Then they get the big belly. And then they can't support themselves with their legs. Uh-huh. And then they're stuck in walkers, canes, wheelchairs, etc. You have no control of your life from that point forward. Yeah. Bad knees. You become crippled. You can't do the things that I do. When I go out and I exercise in public and I run the beach and I, I hike down cliff sides, people are like, what? I hang out with younger people. Why? Because those are the only people that keep up with me. Mm-hmm. I can't hang out with people my age. No offense to my friends who are my age or even slightly younger. Y- y'all just can't keep up. I this isn't the, an accident. Yeah, I was. That's where I was going with this. It's not the settler mentality. It's not right. the victim mentality. Right, and it all comes with a, a grandiose plan. I've listened to my elders and the wisdom they bestow upon me as they're exiting the planet. Gee, I wish I took care of myself better. Gee, mm-hmm. I wish I, I worked out. Gee, I wish I wasn't afraid to go to the gym. Gee, I wish I'd, you know, exercised my legs a little bit more. 
why aren't we taught this simple, simple life uh, stuff in school? Maybe you and I should focus some of our attention when we're going and traveling throughout the globe, doing our workshops and seminars. Maybe we should hit up a high school as a gerontologist showing what the fuck incontinence looks like. I think it's so eye-opening. wheelchair inevitability looks like. What the fuck... All these things that will befall you if you don't take care of your body and <laughs> hit parts of the nation that are like Houston and Wisconsin and all the places that are like super obese. And I can, I can tell you, it's not a crystal ball. It is the fact mm -hmm. that you're going to be sucking oxygen in one of those goddamn carts at Walmart that you're controlling and you're weaving around the store and you're buying your Cheetos and you have zero quality of life. You have no sexuality whatsoever. And if that doesn't scare the shit out of you, I don't know what will. Well, look at those cigarette ads where they have real patients who Ooh, had half of their those. face off. How would that not scare teens into not stopping vaping or smoking? There's cognitive I, dissonance there. Yeah, it's the, this won't happen to it me. It won't happen to me. Mm -hmm. I'm addicted to it right now, and I don't feel like it's going to happen to me. I'm I'm pressured by that, and I don't want to acknowledge it, so I'm going to make fun of it. Mm -hmm. But in, in, in the heart of hearts, you're absorbing it, and you're going, oh, fuck. So please embrace the oh, fuck, and, and get off your <laughs> Mike ass. Mike Trump, please <laughs> embrace the oh, fuck. <laughs> Seriously, I feel like when this doctor acknowledged that I looked six years younger than I really am, I am six years younger than mm -hmm. I really am. And I'm, I'm probably 10 years younger than I really am mentally. I don't feel like there's anything that I can't do. And when, when I look at the people in the gym and they're, they're doing their max, I have to come up behind them. <laughs> and, and say, okay. Show them what's up. Well, this, is, this is the douche move. You want the douche, David? Yes. Here's the douche, David. The guy gets off the leg press and he's proud of his 700 pounds. And I say, hey, man, are you done with that? He's like, yeah. Let me take these off. And I'm all, um, just leave them on. You can leave those on. That's my warm up. <laughs> and then he just looks at the ground <laughs> and he's like, son of a bitch. But that's, that's, that's the reality. 700 pounds is my warm up. 1,500 pounds is my max. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's it's earned. It's not just I'm walking up and I'm and doing today's it. not even leg day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did leg day yesterday. I'm in fatigue mode. No, you know what? This this shit is earned. And you know what? Here's the big overarching, and then we're gonna conclude. All of this is earned. Every single thing that you do is earned. It starts with an ideology, it starts with a dream. You have to take steps to move forward. I started working out when I was 15 years old with my mother at a place called 24-Hour Nautilus, which is now 24-Hour Fitness. Mm. And I, I embraced it and I loved it. And I've never looked back. You have to take the opportunity. That is true with relationships. It's true with fitness from a physical standpoint, a mental standpoint, with dietary, with career Everything in your life, you have to take the first steps. You have to have a goal and move forward. You can have goals, but if you don't move forward, nothing happens. 
Yep. You have to take action. I'm going to say it, Michelle. Are you ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> Observe, engage, learn, teach. teach. All of this is that. And you know what? So the guy that's 20 years old, 25 years old, and he's like, I'm badass in the gym. And I come up and I'm 25 years older than him. And I do twice as much as he is. It's not as much of a show up as it is. I have earned this. I worked hard. This is you. You can be me 25 years from now if you don't let go of it. Right. That's the important message. Right. For sure. All right. I think I've spoken my piece. I love that. And I mean, I feel like it's obvious what the homework is, is to go get, go book that physical. Oh yeah. I, I feel it gives you the foundation of where you are right now. It's sort of like me with a financial advisor. I just went to, it's like, Hey, time to get the head out of the sand. Yep. Look it in the eye. You're getting to retirement age. You want to know where you are, what you have to do. It, it's a good foundation of where you are. And if you can have the discussion with your doctor where you want to be, you don't have to go at it alone. Oh, it's a fantastic baseline. And Okay, it's never too late until it is. If you're not in a wheelchair or a walker, and, and, and let me say this, having been crippled three times in my life, for those of you who are permanently in those situations, I have empathy. I have nothing but empathy for you. And you will agree with me that if you have the aptitude, if you have the opportunity, it is an affront to your creator to not exercise that ability as you know, Michelle, I park my car from the furthest spot from the entrance of any supermarket and I walk in. Why? Because I can. Because you can. Yeah. The folks that are vying for that spot closest to the door, y'all need to fucking hear me. Yep. Why are you not embracing? Why are, why are you gasping for breath? Why, why are you going into that store loading up the cart with the... You know what I'm going to say. Hot pockets <laughs> and burritos and shit. And you're you're basically sculpting an end of life that is shorter than you would wish. But you're programmed and you don't know any better. I'm not asking you to abandon all of your roots. I'm not asking you to join some weird uh, dietary change i'm asking you to acknowledge the fact that you're on the wrong path and when you're when you're ready to change we're here for you and i feel like there's a you need to end it with a trust me you know what you're talking about you watch it every single day i live it every single day and i'm on the other side and i'm just sending you the rope people mm -hmm. L take the rope you i'm on the ship you're in the water you don't know it necessarily, but when you look up, you'll realize, oh my God, take the rope, I'll pull you up. And maybe it's not me. It's the folks that have followed us. They're going to help you up. That's their job. Mm -hmm. And when you get up aboard and you get to that point, you're the, the person that's going to send that rope down to other people because you've been there. There's, there's nobody better. There's nobody more credible than somebody that's already been there. Sure. So be that person. And that's the red kite movement in, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Now, go park far away 
and then get out there and fly that kite. Yakoki. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement. So I have this new doctor and she's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. She's chill and she's younger. And I don't know why I said that. Strike that. Hold on. So I got this new doctor, brand new, never have met me. Did you like her? Fuck. Him? Oh. Mm -hmm. Like this guy was, was talking about, and this is relevant. Yeah. I'm getting married and, um, you know, my, my fiance ordered, uh, this, this huge hall and we've got 365 invites oh My gosh! and we've got 35 responses and I'm like, Ooh, and I'm overhearing this conversation, right? Big Indian family, right? They're afraid to come. Sure. Still, even after the masks are coming off, like weddings, I mean, maybe this is a topic for another podcast, but I just assume Well, that variant over in India. Right. Is so they got pretty dead. They've got ten percent of the uh, the, the party coming. <laughs>